so thank you guys for having us. Um, let's just start like we would any podcast. All right. A little banter. Well, <laughs> who here knows what banter is? It yes. just works. Oh, yeah. Yes. Just works. Let's go. It's yep. pretty easy. It's great. So <laughs> welcome to the Sons of Thunder podcast. You got Eric. Sean. Jacob. I guess we're doing this again. I'm John. <laughs> yeah, that's usually how we start every podcast. Listen we got to work everyone. on our intros. Yeah, that we got to do. I don't know. Uh-huh. So first, first time with microphones, by the way. This is cool. This yeah, is very interesting. Usually we're shouting into a computer. Yeah, so like, <laughs> pretty much is, just computer on the table. This is great. Uh-huh. So what's new? What's new, guys? What's going on? Uh, I went to Notre lives? Dame this weekend. That's yeah. fun. That's sweet. For, what was that for? a uh, conference on ethics and culture. <laughs> it was great. Oh, pretty. Oh. I just slept zero amount of time. <laughs> yep. Yep. So, yeah, it was a, it was a good time. <laughs> yeah, I went and um, my grandpa actually got all of his teeth removed. Like, what? That's you know, when old sweet. people, like, when they're, you know, when people, like, he literally got all of his <laughs> teeth pulled. And what did he put in play? Like, what, what's he so he, there right now? No, he was just like, you know, those creepy old guys in the movies that, like, when they laugh, <laughs> they don't have teeth. That was him. He was like, I was like, crack a joke, and he was like, that's gold, <laughs> man. Like, to all gums. That's awesome. It was real, I had to make him soup and everything, so it was... Did, did he get dentures or anything? Like, does he... Yeah, he has dentures, but he didn't want to wear them. No, you just got to let it flow freely. Yeah, yeah. you just let it go. That's funny. Jacob, yeah. what's new with you? I've got some big news. Um, I'm going to spend the next semester in Rome with the Catholic Studies Oh, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, it was a big decision. And just excited to be in another country. It's yeah. going to be weird. It's yeah. going to be a good experience. John and I did that same program last spring. So we were in Rome for it's about four to five months. Great. It was awesome. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's really cool classes. So, Sean, you studied abroad. Yeah, right? I studied in Madrid, actually. Yeah, it was a good time. What was that like? It was crazy. Like, I didn't see a college-age student for a really long time. <laughs> <laughs> you raise your hand if you've taken, like, a, I don't know, another language course. And keep that hand oh, up yeah. if you don't like it. Okay? Oh. Yeah. It's worth it to keep talking because it's, yeah. it's Just, worth it. Otherwise, yeah. you'd look like a, a very arrogant American. And that's like, I am very arrogant American, but. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I had a culture America. shock. I had to, my host mom didn't speak any English. So. I, I got there. I got there and didn't really know how to speak Spanish that well, but I learned very quickly. What did she was, call you again? What she was she didn't know, she couldn't pronounce Sean, so it was like Sion. Sion. Like the whole time it's it was like, like Sion, Sion. Which like, I'm pretty sure means which means they see in yeah. Spanish. No, yeah, so it does. That's funny. <laughs> Look but, it up. Yeah, I would take Spanish and I would take it seriously in high school because I'm in my third Spanish class in college and I spent like ten thousand dollars to take a language that I have to take to graduate. So that's Take true. Spanish seriously. Get those AP credits. Uh-huh. You know, they go a long way. For sure worth it. Yeah. That's what I did. It worked. Yeah. yeah. And Definitely. that's the end of the banter? Just like that. that yeah. Over. <laughs> cool. So, uh, yeah, Abe kind of just invited us to come talk tonight. And he, he mentioned that you guys are kind of maybe spending, um, like, the topic of your guys' year, this year in youth group, is Fathered by God, a book by John Eldridge. Mm-hmm. Um, so we just wanted to kind of just... Mm-hmm. Yes. Kind of give like a little insight. There it is. <laughs> it's so good. I um, mean, just so pretty much John Eldridge talks about the like the five stages of masculinity, kind of like this masculine journey that that you know boys being transformed into men and just kind of in our identity as sons of God, which is really cool. And uh, we just wanted to touch on like the three just beginning stages. So we have you have boyhood and then cowboy and then warrior. And it's really cool how how he kind of just explains how they how we all start in boyhood, how we transfer between that to cowboy to warrior. And how they all kind of overlap as we're as, they all as, sound as we go through. Fun too, uh-huh. for sure. 
I mean, I, I don't know what boy doesn't want to be a man and like what boy doesn't want to be like a warrior. That or sounds, a cowboy. Yeah. yeah, that sounds sweet. That cool. Yeah, so like the boyhood <laughs> is like, so essentially just a quick overview. The boyhood is that like you're young and you're still kind of figuring out the world, right? Like you're still living at home, you're young and like that is the time. Playing with Legos or whatever. Yeah, Play we actually, Playmobiles. We just played yes. with, we just played some Legos like last week. Uh-huh. It doesn't That's, get old. That, that, Lego does yeah. So when, when I said they overlap, like yeah, we're still very much Just boys at heart. But the overview really is that so your boy, you're still trying to like kind of figure out the world, and that is the most important time for you to like receive love, and the most important time for you to know your identity and kind of get the blessing from the father and whatnot. And then the transition from there is to this, this cowboy stage where you're kind of just going off on these adventures. Kind of you have a little bit more freedom because like so I think maybe raise your hand if who who has a driver's license in here, and like who's mm. gonna get one in like the next year. Okay, yeah, exactly. So, like, that's, that's like... everyone. <laughs> so, like, that's, like, the most important, like, transition, kind of, like, a way to see that transition from boyhood to cowboy because you have that freedom to go out and adventure and whatnot, and you kind of, like, kind of get your feet wet, kind of get a little bit dirty. You kind of just go kind of experience the world that you wouldn't experience in your home. Um, and then the transition to the warrior stage is actually when kind of maybe conflicts come into your life and then the new kind of bigger decisions come in. And it's up to you whether you want to kind of maybe step up to the plate and um, kind of attack those kind of co- like those conflicts that come in your life, those big decisions, or if you want to sink back to that cowboy stage. Exactly. So mm. it's pretty much an overview. Yeah. So, I mean, what we really want to touch on with you guys is just the, um, this, the movement and the change from cowboy to warrior because, I mean, um, hopefully we're all warriors right now, but um, mm-hmm. we, we'd like to share some advice that we've that we've come across in that transition. And um, yeah, to just like begin, I would like to share like a little quick story. Like two weekends ago, I was um, I was walking home from some friend's house and um, I just, I was walking by the church and um, like on the door, I just saw this girl and she was, she was like bawling her eyes out. And this was like 10 at night. Hmm. It was like 30 degrees out. She wasn't wearing that much clothes. Like she was just wearing like a t-shirt and she was just bawling and like I just was on a formation retreat then like that day and I could totally I was just like I was just pulled you know mm-hmm. I was just so pulled and I was like I cannot leave her you know I was, so I went up to her I was like how you doing what's going on and she just she was just bawling and she mm-hmm. was just not she was like I'm fine you can leave me you can leave me and I was like no I'm not leaving like I cannot I need to get you home safe so she was just like in a really bad spot and she wasn't from St. Thomas and um, make a long story short, it took me like two hours to get this girl home. But like I called her boyfriend and they broke up and he ran from the bar and uh, it was just a, it was a big ordeal. But um, I just, I, you don't know, I don't know what that girl would have done because she was, she went to the U of M. She didn't have any friends there. Her phone was dead. So I, I bought her and her boyfriend an Uber back to, back to the U of M. And it's just like, it's really cool to see how once you say yes to God, what he does, you know? And like, if I was in a different place, if I was just a cowboy twiddling my thumbs across the street mm-hmm. and I saw her, I don't know what I would have done. Just and walk I don't know, right by. Yeah, I don't know what would have happened to, the, to, that, um, to that girl. So when I was talking to her boyfriend or her ex-boyfriend, he, he told me, he was like, why aren't there more guys out there like mm-hmm. you? Like, why aren't you, you're such a man. Like, I love you, man. Like, why aren't there? He was, he was, he was a few drinks in, you know, but he was, he was like, I love you. Like, why aren't there guys out there that yeah. are like you? Yeah. And I was like, 
dude, you can be that man. I you got, I like, got another story right after. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to edit that though. Um, because being a cowboy or warrior, that's always a decision too. Mm. You know, um, any situation you're in, one day you can act like a warrior, but the next you might not, you know, you might not do the right thing. And it's just about being open to each situation you're presented. I was actually at a party earlier with Sean that night and I was like, dude, don't walk. It's cold. Like I can just give you a ride home. And you know, Sean's like, no, it's okay. I'm just going to walk. And obviously God had a plan for that. You know, walking home, he ran into that girl. So any situation you're in, look for those opportunities to be a warrior. Mm -hmm. Moral of the story, don't get your license. (laughs) Walk. Don't do that. No, I have a very similar experience in like, this kind of stuff's going to keep reoccurring, reoccurring in your lives if you say yes to God. But it was at the Tommy Johnny game. You raise your hand if you know what that is. Oh, yeah. A nice yeah. pile yeah. of debauchery. Roll, roll, yep. roll, roll <laughs> so basically what happened was like this cheerleader got hurt and she like hurt her ankle. So I kind of carried her around and we were just waiting. She's like, oh, wow, like you're so great. Like I wish more men could do what you do. I'm yeah. like, what? I, I just did what I did. Like. This is what a man should do. A man ought to be there for anyone. And it just kind of like brought to mind how much guys around us are failing. And not to like, we're not perfect no. by any means, but it's, it really is a choice, you know? And like, I don't know what the sentiments are in this group, but like, you guys have something really special. You have brotherhood right now. You have guys calling you on, good role models. For sure all around you mm-hmm. um then like the guys who were in ccr community and now are in college are like leaders they're echelons yeah. ahead of us uh-huh. and kuba bursi josh pine well maybe not nick Bench. Bench. <laughs> <laughs> great guys no but this is really like this might seem like something you come to just the wednesday night or whatever it is that you do in your life just especially in high school it seems like okay this is just obligation this just run through waiting to go to the next thing with girls in it or whatever mm-hmm. but <laughs> like our god is powerful our god is a warrior and i don't like th- those lyrics are just speaking directly to me like god is calling each of you here tonight for a reason and he's going to do something special with you all you got to do is just show up and keep saying yes continually until that day comes when it's going to be something enormous and you're going to be ready yeah, you guys can start now, you know. Um, I don't know about you guys, but I was not doing this in high school. No. And I wish I was. This was awesome, you know. I wasn't being a warrior in high school. You guys have this knowledge. You guys have this desire. And it's so cool. Like, mm-hmm. you can do this now. You don't have to wait till college, till your juniors, seniors. Mm-hmm. Like, right now, right this second. God might even use you tonight for all you know. Yeah. And, you know, John mentioned how, like, like God is powerful. And... As men, like we have been created in the image and likeness of God, and I think before we have even have to like dive into what masculinity is, we need to talk about like what is man, and like man is created in the like in the image and likeness of God, right? Mm. That every single like attribute that like Christ had, that we can view His life and see how He treated um, the men, the men and the women that He met in His life throughout the Gospels, and apply that to our lives today, and the very fact that like we were created with the same strength that like the father has, like maybe not like physically, but like soulfully, you know what I mean? And I think like the masculine journey is living a life that, that like portrays that, that like that people can perceive that there's something different about you. Like, cause I think like whenever mm-hmm. you like, 
I, there's been so many men in my life that they just like walk in the room and there's just something different about them and I'm like what like what do they have like just kind of like dangerous like a little yeah, bit edgy yeah. right and it's cool like, but it's they're like they're like what veterans yeah like what is that like yeah. is, 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 is what I want exactly and I want that yeah. yeah and like that's what it was for me guys is that like I would see men out there and I'd be like what do they have that I don't and how can I how can I attain that like what can I do and like the thing is they said yes to Christ. Like, they just invited Christ into these ordinary things that they were living their lives with. And then the Lord made those things extraordinary. You invite the Lord into things that are ordinary, and he makes those things extraordinary. So when you're like, I think a lot of you right now are kind of in the, maybe that cowboy stage, kind of adventuring, high school, it's a wonderful time, like, living at home, going to high school, you have friends, you know, just learning life, right? And just kind of perceiving things. And then that, kind of, that warrior stage is kind of maybe towards end of high school, transferring to college. I think like we're even in that same point right now. And there's nothing I love more than like adventuring. And like St. John, John Paul II says that life with Christ is a wonderful adventure. And honestly, guys, like the cowboy stage is a time to adventure, a time to live and learn and take risks and don't be afraid of failure. Because like, Honestly, we as men in this culture need to step up to the plate because I think that's what yep. we wanted to talk about tonight is that there's so many men in our culture that aren't stopping to talk with that one person on the street or when we see someone struggling, we're kind of sticking with our own, like our own securities and whatnot. We're not surrendering that to the Lord and we're not kind of stepping out of our comfort zone. Definitely. So. Yeah, so I guess I, um, I have a question for you guys, actually. Just like, what is the duty of a warrior? Like, mm. what is the what's the duty of a cowboy, and what's the duty of a warrior? Yeah. Like, how does that change? Mm. I've been told, like, um, you know, there's the surrender prayer to God, and I was always like, okay, I don't know if I'm all I'm all in for surrendering everything to God. That kind of sounds like I take no part in it. I'm just literally giving my life over, and that's what He wants. But it, that's that's not how it looks, you know. Like, uh, a very wise priest once told me. It's not about surrender. I mean, it, surrender is like another word for it is ready anticipation, like a soldier. Like surrender means like, okay, ready for for orders, like whatever that means. And for like for Sean, it was just like he was ready. He was in that state of surrender. Hmm. And that meant like as soon as God called, he was yes. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah, I mean, I think, of, I think of a cowboy, right? And I'm just thinking of a guy that kind of leaves his leaves his hometown a little bit just yeah. hops on his horse he's got like the six shooter right and just he kind of just like goes and hat. finds trouble in some aspect <laughs> but like goes and tries to be the hero like you know what i mean like he kind of just goes and like travels uh-huh. and he is a hero in certain situations and he kind of he he like leaves home and goes on this crazy adventure but he comes back just like really transformed and like yeah. new right but then when i see a warrior i see someone who's like submitted themselves to like a call or like a cause and they're actually like living for something and they know what they're living for they know what they're fighting for and more than anything like they been equipped like they've been trained and like i think that's what the transition Mm. between like cowboy and warrior looks like is like cowboy you're kind of out there kind of like figuring it out yourself kind of just kind of fending for your own but when you're a warrior you're like in this maybe form of army like this brotherhood right and like we're all being trained and we're all completely equipped with like all the grace that got that god has given us all the experiences and the adventures that we've been on like the fact that you guys are here like looking back on your lives like the lord has given you everything to bring you to this point and he wants to use you as men in this culture and he wants you to like commit to that call and submit because like he's given you a sword he's given you armor he's equipped you and he's calling you to like as brothers i think to like to go live out that mission as yeah, a warrior definitely. yeah yeah i think you make a great point about uh being equipped to ephesians 6 mm. 10 through 20 it talks about putting on the armor of god and how we need to brace ourselves for battle and it's, it's funny because in that whole verse, they talk about the different pieces of armor you put on. 
but you don't put anything on your back because when oh, you're a warrior, oh, oh. you don't turn your back. Mm. You keep going forward and you keep moving forward. <laughs> and um, that's just what, what we that's think how of winning is done. <laughs> you know, uh-huh. you don't retreat. It's a steady battle. It's, it's a like lifelong battle. The movie oh. Hercules. Anyone seen that one? Disney, right? Great movie. Oh yeah. That like my favorite line from that is when Zeus. I don't know. He says, "A measure, a true measure of a hero lies not in the strength of his arm, but in the strength of his heart." Hmm. I think that's what separates the cowboy and the and the, the warrior. It's gonna be hmm. your your strength is drawn out of your love, and like love himself, truth himself is Christ. So that's just that bond needs to be intimate. Yeah. Hmm. So I love that. I I really love that. So like, I'd like to talk about what's happening now and like, why is there such a drought of, Hmm. of men not stepping up? Like what, what is stopping these men from like, what are roadblocks that you see in the, in the cowboy stage that the men just don't leave, you know? Hmm. I think it boils down to two things that I can experience or I have, I have experienced in high school. It was, isolation and searching I'm gonna mm-hmm. shoot with the second one first like high school like just being with y'all I remember like oh I remember what was high school John like he was such a nerd <laughs> like I was searching so hard to be like looked at like oh I wish I could have friends like I'm trying too hard to be friends I think we all know when we've tried too hard or like oh there's that one dude who tries too hard to be friends like to I don't know that was me but <laughs> that doesn't change um, in life it just like it looks differently circumstantially. In college, it's more like you're trying to like yourself, or like I don't know. Um, as soon as you grow older, I'm not there yet. Hopefully, I can live older. I don't know, but hopefully, yeah. <laughs> probably. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I think really like there's always going to be that searching to be accepted, and that's only going to come from God. Um, mm. Really, like first and foremost, that start the I, with identity, and we will have another podcast on that later. Otherwise, there are other sources for identity. I think. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I think that's really good. I think that um, it's really important, just the, the identity and the searching. Like, I could totally relate to that. Like, I had no clue who I was in high school. It was, it was pretty bad. Like, I was, I just kind of found my identity in my sports or my my schooling, and I just didn't really, I like didn't care enough to to be a good Catholic or to take on my faith mm-hmm. or to have a good prayer life. So I think that like, I just need someone to call me on, you know? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and so like, I think to answer your question, I think it's our, like, ultimately it's our culture. You know what I mean? That I think it's, our culture is calling, I think men to just be nice and like have good manners. Right. Uh-huh. And like, that's not really like who we've like been no. created to be. Doesn't like, sound that like a warrior. Like, yeah. Like, like, like Jesus wasn't like a nice guy. He was a kind guy. Right. But he was also like a warrior. Right. He, like he knew his oh, identity. Yeah. He called others on like, you know, respected women was vulnerable and all those things. But like, ultimately, there's this roadblock. Like we're going down this road. You guys are gonna get your driver's license in a little bit. You'll understand <sighs> detours. But um, or maybe you're learning it in class right now. But like we're going down this 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 road, right? And there's kind of this roadblock and there's this detour that like the culture is telling us to take. Like take a right turn, you end up at the same spot, but it's gonna take a lot longer. And like I think we need to just blow through that roadblock. Yeah. And just for not sure. and, and, and like you can see, like you know what I'm saying? And like yeah. and have permission to be men in today's culture and step up to the plate because we have what it takes. I think that's the yeah. biggest lie that a lot of men don't really overcome. Um, at like mm. I know I know I did not believe that I had what it took, ha- had what it takes 
to uh, at your age, like I'm just thinking back to high school, Eric, and like I think all four of us were never really kind of in a setting no. like this. And like looking back on that, I, w- I wish I was because I definitely didn't believe I have what it takes. But I want to tell you guys right now, like you, each of you in this room have what it takes to be like a son of God, that like Christ came as a son of God so that we all may become children of God. And that like there's so much that comes with that, but it takes our entire lives, I think, to really like identify what that is and what that looks like. So I think I kind of want to ask you guys, like thinking back on like high school, Sean, Jacob, and John, like what, like what are some things that we were going through and then like practically, like how can we kind of, you know, portray that right now and kind of call them on? So because like ultimately, like I want you guys to be holier than I. Like you yeah. know what I mean. Like oh, that's like sure. that, that's why we're here. Yeah. So, like, mm-hmm. what do you guys think? Well, yeah. I'm gonna touch back on what John said. Isolation, Sweet. and um, one of the things is when you put your identity in things of this world, it's gonna they're gonna let you down. And um, oftentimes, I'd feel let down, and I have nowhere to turn to, right? So I'd isolate myself, and I'd get in this dark box, and mm-hmm. it's hard to come out of that when there's no light, and the light is Jesus, and. Also, to see this fellowship is really great because that's another avenue you can turn to because you guys are brothers in Christ. And that's something you need to keep while you're in high school. There's going to be so much crap that comes your way. And when you have each other's backs, that's when you guys can have that firm foundation and be each other's light through Christ. I just want to testify again. Like, um, yeah, this group is amazing. I could just look around and see the, the potency in each and every one of your eyes, but like, again, Jacob, it, it's not like we're condemning the world, but it, it's just, it's not enough. Hmm. Um, the, the heart of each and every one of you is made for so much more, and no amount of like drugs or sex or whatever you're going to like, you're tr- we try to fill mm-hmm. is just not going to work. Yeah. We can tell you just stories of like, oh, we, we're trying so hard. Mm-hmm. But it's right in front. It's inside of you. The Holy Spirit is mm-hmm. there the whole time. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. guys are so blessed to have like have a group like this. Like I can totally attest to that too. I mean, when I was in high school, I I just I had my own friend group, and it was like just grade A shallow. Just no, like just, just sports, you know, <laughs> mm-hmm. just sports and Clowning. sports and sports. You know, that's all we talked about. So I think just like a group like this, a group where you can actually like share your heart share what's going on in your life. Like, I think that I would have really benefited with that. Just being able to share with guys, like what's going on. Like I, I grew my first arm hair, you know, like just whatever. Just you one know? singular hair. Yeah. Just, I got my first arm hair. Like, with it. Yeah. <laughs> the I teacher want, yeah. made me shave, you know, like yeah. it's just cool to share I see some in mustaches. masculinity. And now know? I just, now I just can't <laughs> stop my back hair from growing. And it's just great. Yeah. No, but I think just like sharing in masculinity and, and being men, you know, like not getting caught up in the mm. in the scene, not trying to be a poser. I was definitely a poser. I was definitely like I'll second that that wannabe jock, you know. I just like be who you want to be, and your passions are your passions for a reason. God gave you those passions because He wants you to live those out. So don't be scared to to sing or to dance or to do whatever you love. Just do what you love, and I mm. think God will bless you. And you'll find friends that love that. I mean, high school, I, I graduated with like 88 people. And then I went to college and there were like 6,000 people. So it like, you'll find people that are like you and that, that are striving after Christ and that like to 
play chopsticks on the piano. You know, just like you'll <laughs> find someone that is as weird as you. So be weird, you know. Can you yeah. play chopsticks on the piano? Sean? I can. Yeah, I really <laughs> I can. Wow, can. I'm voice cracking high school, <laughs> so you know. High school gives me voice cracking. Okay, I can't play chopsticks <laughs> on the piano, so. Me neither. I guess it's pretty can. good. Yeah, okay, I'm pretty cool. talented. All right. So you haven't found someone like you yet? No. Can you, Jacob, can you play chopsticks? I cannot. Maybe? No. John? Of John. course. Oh, okay, okay, good. Yeah, there we go. At least one of us got <laughs> Yeah, later. Yeah. We'll go later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I can it's a good time. What advice you got, Eric? What? What do you got? I mean, I'm just thinking how you think, like, kind of like the same analogy, like, cowboy goes out, right? And, like, warrior lives for this mission. And, like, in that time of, like, like both of these things are, like, fighting and adventuring, but, like, Think of the warrior on the battlefield. Like I think in in every stage, whether it be boyhood, cowboy, um, warrior, the next one's like king. Um, you should for sure read the book. I'm sure Abe's going to talk more about it throughout the year and whatnot. But John Eldridge mentions in each chapter that every single stage, like how the cowboy is wounded, or how the warrior is wounded, or how the mm. boy is wounded, and ultimately, like I think. Like when we go with this culture, and that was nice. And <laughs> yeah, <it> was, <laughs> that was a good one. See if we'll keep that Hopefully, on the podcast. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> High school Gosh, is, this is live. The mic picks that up. Give it about a three. <laughs> in case anyone who was listening in the podcast couldn't hear, someone farted. <laughs> that and was a fart. We're done now. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> All right. So yeah, and so how how the how the how the, how like throughout our lives we become wounded right and how ultimately that like the lord has given us like i'm not called to be john i'm not called to be sean like i'm called to be eric brombeck right and the enemy knows exactly what he needs to send at me so i don't become eric brombeck like i don't become the fullness like of my of who he's made me to be in his kingdom right so like so like it, it like Im- impurity was like definitely something that I like that I have been wounded with in my life right like that I have received this wound and it's really affected me and not allowed me to be this fullness of Eric Brownback but the Lord wants to heal those wounds right that actually like, on the on the battlefield when we're wounded like we got to call a medic right and like ultimately like Christ is the greatest medic because he yeah. died for us on the cross mm-hmm. right so maybe we should hashtag that Christ yeah. is the greatest medic I've never Fear next it's pretty good <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean yeah so like in like what ways. I mean, just like thinking back to high school, thinking about to like us to, from like then to now, like what are some ways that like we have been wounded maybe and like some ways that we want to just kind of like allow the Lord to heal that so we can fully mm-hmm. be those men. Yeah, because I mean like what what's so amazing is that we have our wounds for a reason and God gives you your wounds so that you can help other people out of that. Mm-hmm. And I think like what I struggled with in high school was just like unemotionality. I was like, mm-hmm. I was like Sean the Rock, you know. Like, I would come home and my mom would be like, tell me four words. And I, like, I'd be like, school was fun. Was really fun. You know? Yeah. Like, it was just like, I would not talk to anyone. Hmm. So I think, like, just like this would have, I would have not, I would have, like, beaten, like, my wound if I was in this group, like, right now. And you guys are just so far ahead of me, which is, which is beautiful. And it makes me happy to see. Absolutely. Yeah. And in the Bible, Paul talks about, how he has a thorn in his side and um, always dealing with something because we're human. We're always dealing with some sort of struggle. And uh, for me, that struggle was vanity in a lot of ways and also impurity. And um, as much as I wish that wasn't a struggle, it has helped bring so many fruitful conversations with people who struggle with the same thing and that relatability. You know, um, you look at all the characters in the Bible, David, Solomon, Peter, 
all of them struggle with so many different things. Mm-hmm. They're so imperfect, but they're, they're all stars, you know, so we could relate to them. And um, that's, that's basically what they're there for is saying, hey, we went through this. We went through what you're going through. We're going to walk. We're going to fight this battle together. We're going to be warriors. We're not going to back. We're not going to retreat. We're going to move forward. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, I, like, I just want to say that, like, yeah, like that was a wound I, like, I've, I've experienced. And that's how I've been, like, hurt. But the Lord has brought so much healing into my life, like, through St. Paul's Outreach, through uh, the Eucharist, uh, like, through confession. Just the fact that I can like sit here before you guys today and say that like, yeah, like the Lord has actually like revealed my wounds to me and like the ways that I've like wanted to be a cowboy, wanted to be a warrior, but like how I've been wounded in doing that because the enemy doesn't want me to do that. I can like sit in front of you guys and say that like, yeah, like, like the Lord has revealed those wounds and he has healed them. And now that those same wounds that like, that were like, was my brokenness, I can actually live out of like, out of his glory in that and show those wounds and like, be like, hey John, like how are you wounded? Like we can compare that, right? Be vulnerable as men and like just give glory to God through that healing process because we're human and we're broken, but like the Lord restores, yeah. Oh, we're so broken. I think kind of just to conclude, let's leave some practicals that we're going to find our... For sure. Good. So I have two. Um, first off, when I was in high school, graduating senior year, um, we were going around to like professor, no, sorry, not yet, to teachers, I think they used to call them, <laughs> yeah. and would just ask advice from all of our teachers. And this one guy was like, try everything. But he had nipple rings that were connected by a chain. So how did that, <laughs> what high school how did that end up for him? Hey John, what, Look what where that got him, okay? What high school did you go to? Look where that got him. So to counter that, I would just say read. And it's ironic because he was an English teacher. So I really think my first practical is to read more books. I know it might sound nerdish, but I mean, we all want good things, but like we need to better ourselves first. And the written word is like the best way we can do that is to hone our minds and our bodies first. So I think each of us has a passion. Like look at that shelf. One of like we could just take ten books each, but re- <laughs> sorry to whoever. everyone take a book. <laughs> no, no library. But start honing your mind as well as your body. But first, it's the mind that's the priority. Second, key. I was in Colorado actually working as a cowboy, and this guy came up to me, and after like a long day, he's like, "John, just take initiative. You just like you don't need to always keep asking. Just take initiative." And I'm going to convey the exact same thing to you guys. Like, the Lord has given you a great body and a great mind and a great opportunities in life. It's not the whole, like, oh, ask forgiveness and then ask permission. But it's like, act out of truth in your conscience and just go forth with that. So take initiative, read more books. Mm. I can add to that. Um, another practical is find your spark. Whatever it is that makes you you. Youth are not vessels to be filled, but fires to be ignited. Remember that. We weren't just made to be filled by the things of this world and to be what the world tells us to be because you're just going to end up lonely Mm -hmm. and um, leading a life that isn't joyful. So find whatever it is you're good at. It could be theater. It could be sports. It could be just being a really caring person, you know, and that's how you relate to people of this world. Definitely. Yeah, so uh, my, I guess my practical one or two would be, uh, so Pope John Paul II, um, after he got elected Pope, went back to Poland um, in, in Krakow, 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 I don't know, it depends what language you want to speak. 
Anyhow, and he just, he gathered a ton of youth, just like a ton of university students that came to listen to him speak. And <laughs> his opening line was, you are not who they say you are. I want to remind you who you are. And ultimately, like whenever we go to prayer, like whenever we come to these small groups, whenever we go to mass on Sunday, like the Lord wants to remind us like who we are, like who he's made us to be, right? So I guess my practical is just like know honestly like where your heart is at. Like so we, like we've talked about like boyhood, cowboy, warrior, like go to prayer and like find out what the Lord, like where you're at in this journey because like they all overlap each other, right? Because like the cowboy is definitely called to be the warrior, right? And then like the warrior is for sure called to be like the boy that he that he used to be, like you know what I mean, like like called to have that joy, have that same loving um, passion for the father and delight in the father as a child would delight in his own dad, right? Um, so just know where your heart is at and know how you can live as a son of God today and tomorrow, and that like what it looks like and where He's bringing you. Um, and then I guess my second practical um, would just be. Uh, that, that CCR and that like us four guys and then the leaders in this room, like we give you guys permission to be men, right? And I think a lot of what our culture has done has really kind of to like a, 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 a metaphor to this is that we, we've taken this lion and we've put it in a cage for so long mm. that the lion has forgotten that it's a lion, right? Mm -hmm. And that we've kind of, we've suppressed a lot of men in our culture that men have pretty much yeah. forgotten that like I'm, I'm a man, like you know yeah. what I mean? So like I give you guys permission, whatever that looks like coming from Eric Brownback, a 21-year-old. <laughs> I give you guys permission. Mm -hmm. Yeah, certificate. I'll give you one. I don't have any. But um, a certificate to be a man and to talk to these older guys in your lives that have gone through these warrior stages that like are sages now, that are kings and that have experienced all of these things and learn from them and take those things in so you can leave that cage and not be afraid to step out, not be afraid to step up like to the plate and actually go against what our world says about who we are as men because God has created you as men and he's given you everything that you need to be a man. He's, he's graced you and he's equipped mm -hmm. you with his truth and that truth is going to set you free. Yeah, and I think my practical is really simple. Um, it's just respect. Respect yourself. Respect your friends. Respect mm -hmm. your mom. Just like respect people in your life. Like, and like, don't care what people think of you. It's like, who really cares what Susie thinks? You know, like who like Boo. it doesn't like classics. Just respect your elders and like they have so much knowledge that they can give you. And all you have to do is ask and they're more than willing to to reveal that to you. I mean, like even last weekend, I was talking to my grandpa and he like. He told me that he worked on a nuclear missile and what? Like it blew my mind. I was like, was it? What? Was it? Like, yeah. Oh, <laughs> seriously. Was this a grandpa with no, no teeth? Yeah. This is my oh, grandpa no. with no they, teeth. They, they were laughing because you said it blew know, your yeah, mind yeah. because he was working on a missile the and it explode. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, it was, it was pretty hard, but he told it. I mean, like it was cool. And I, like, I never knew that, you know, just, so just like just splitting so it out just learn, you know, and respect yourself and respect women. Just please respect women. Like, Listen to our podcast on that one. Yeah. And kind of playing off of Eric's point, last point too, um, America is about as self-reflective as a rock. <laughs> like people just don't know why they do what they do. And it's <laughs> kind of sad. Like they just kind of go throughout their day and just, oh, this is what I do. I just kind of do this. It's the rat race. It's, yeah, more of a... <laughs> Rock race. <laughs> that yeah. SpongeBob episode. That's Rocky. true. Yeah. Um, yeah. So just like realize why you're doing what you do. Okay. Yeah. I anything else, guys? 
because I just bring it full circle. Uh, rock wow. in Spanish is La Piedra. Uh-oh. And we talked about Spanish. Do you you know Spanish. Do you remember dude, that? Big, like, no one was you guys remember we talked about Spanish, right? <laughs> we talked about Spanish. Yeah. Okay, so that's... So, yes. So, that's us. Thanks uh, for having us. I'm Eric. I'm Sean. Jacob. And John. Thank you for listening. We are the Sons of Thunder. Yes, thanks, guys. Okay, do you guys, like, have any questions Q for us? A. Man in the front. Oh, um, John's got, got this, this one. one. The question was, where did the name Sons of Thunder come from? So we had an idea first. We had a concept. And then we had this thing called the School of New Evangelization. Shout out to St. Paul's Outreach. It was great. And Joe Massick gave a talk about identity. And shout out to Joe Massick. He's cool. And we were yeah. praying in adoration. And I was like, okay, why am I named John? And then... We were kind of just like going around and uh, we wanted greatness. And then there's that passage in the Bible where James and John go up to Jesus like, hey, man, can we be like at your right in heaven? Like, can I just be right next to you? And Jesus is like, absolutely not. Yeah, no. If you want to be first, (laughs) you should be last. So the sons of thunder, we are all like we know there's this virtue. Get ready for it. It's called magnanimity. Big word. It means greatness of soul. And I think each and every man and woman, but like everyone really has that within them. And we have found that the world is just trying to speak, this is what greatness is. Like you are what you eat. Kind of like, I think everyone can watch those YouTube videos, you know, <laughs> like get up in the morning, two in the morning, I'm up at one in the morning, I'm, I'll beat you there. And yeah. that's what the world is saying greatness is, but greatness is learning how to love. And that mm. is only through Jesus. So if, mm. if you want to be great, you got to follow the greatest. Yeah. I and I think the Lord was just kind of calling us to, just kind of like to not say it again, but like to step up to the plate, honestly, you know what I mean? Kind of like use what he's given us. Um, and I believe like leadership is like increasing the greatness in others' lives, like calling others to greatness. Is that like that's what true leadership is, you know what I mean? And like that's what like it, it comes from a place of humility. And ultimately, like, yeah, we want to just be like humble, like Saint, like, like how Jesus told Saint John, Saint James to live, and ultimately, just like out of a place of humility, just call other men to greatness. So, definitely, Ben. Ooh, ooh. The question was, what movie shows true masculinity the best? Should we just share like each movie for us? That yeah, we'll go so why don't you start? Um, well, there's obviously Braveheart. Who who all has seen Braveheart in here? All right. Well, if you haven't, please please do watch that. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> That's Sign true. Consent. Um, for me, a movie where I see masculinity is called Life is Beautiful. And it's not like your typical, stereotypical, jacked Hollywood guy. It's really just an ordinary dude who loves his family so much that he's willing to go through great hardship and ultimately dies for them. Um, and just out of love. So yeah. that's one for me. I'll skip. I don't... I'll yeah, I mean, th- I mean just to like touch on Braveheart more, because I mean, like, that's pretty much my answer, um, is like, like there's, this, there's this boy... He's a boy, and then he goes away for a very long time and is, like, trained, and he comes back as a man, and he's just, like, this legit man. And then he goes off to, like, war. And it's literally, like, if you read Father by God and then you watch the movie, you literally see him transfer from boyhood to cowboy to warrior to king to sage. Mm-hmm. And it's really beautiful. And it also depicts the gospel a lot really, really in a really cool way. And, like, I guess movie, 
Um, the gospel. If you just read the gospel, watch it as a movie in your head, that, that counts, right? Yeah. <laughs> pretty pretty cop-out answer, but he's right. Um, I, could, yeah, I could list like a litany of war movies, but I think for me it's Lord of the Rings. Yes. Um, like you have every character, even the women are like good men are in the culture. <laughs> <laughs> or good women, yes. But like they're all just just like wicked dudes like you got Aragorn slashing like ghosts and then uh, like Sam carrying for I mean it's amazing I don't need to explain this period hmm. so the question was uh, we mentioned the rock race and as we're living out that rock race how do we how do we combat that how do we get out of that rock race John? well um, I'm gonna hit on one thing first and the five people you surround yourself with most, you're going to be most like. And this is easy in high school and in college when there are literally hundreds of people around you every day. But come 10 years from now when you're acting like a clown and you're alone and you're that, you know what, is going to hit the fan. So find community like this right now. Find people who you want to be like and pretty, like, you'll be like them. So... Like, earnestly seek out good men and women in your life. Yeah. I'm just going to hit back on finding your spark. How many people do you hear, you know, 50-year-olds like, oh, I hate my job, I just do it for the paycheck. That's not their spark, you know? They never actually did what they're called to do because they followed society. It was, all right, I'm going to get a job, I'm going to get a promotion, I'm going to 401k, all that stuff, you know? And uh, they, they just never found their true purpose. Mm. And they never really went anywhere, you know? They might have receive more income, but that's about it. Yeah, I think that's incredible truth. John Eldridge says, um, we don't need more men in this, like, it's don't ask yourself what the world needs, ask yourself what makes you come alive, because yeah. the world doesn't need more men to fill these roles that it needs, it needs more men that are actually alive in our culture. So I think that's exactly it. Find what you're passionate about, yep. find what leads you to that passion, find someone that you can be passionate in that area with, whether it's like, so like Josh Pine and I, he's my roommate, his brother CJ's here, what's up? And like, we just love adventuring. Like we, like we love going hiking, we love camping, we love sailing. And like, it's just those things that just bring us life and like ultimately inviting the Lord into that. So I think like, that's a really cool way, I think maybe, um, and a very like adventurous, fun way to kind of go against this rock race um, is to find what you're passionate about, you know what I mean? And don't be a rock, like get off the couch and go do something. Definitely. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, so that was the last question. Thanks, guys, so much. We Thank really appreciate you. So it. Much.